0: we watched guardians again today guardians one
1: you we know watched last jedi that's awesome
0: well i hope so for you whatever
1: it flowed a lot better this time
0: yeah well i watched it again as well and when i could get up and walk away when i was bored it made it way more enjoyable
1: <laughs> that may be the opening <laughs> I'm Sean. Hmm, sweet tea. Um, Sean, Re- Avengers: Infinity War has already yes. got reactions out there. People have seen some test screenings. Twenty-five minutes was screened the other day. It's mm-hmm. all coming back roses. How do you feel?
0: I mean, I mean, come on. I, I'm planning on buying two tickets to watch it back to back. I think. Um, it's safe to say, I'm on board, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. It is somewhat on my mind at all times.
1: Yeah, it's getting real close, and let me let me talk to you about a thing. Now, they released that last trailer, and we've gotten a bunch of little snippets here lately, but the last big trailer before, and I don't know if we talked about this before or not, but I'm going to go ahead and bring it up here anyway. Sean, did you happen to notice maybe there was an extra person in the trailer that you may not have noticed the first time you watched it?
0: Uh, I don't know. Now I'm really wishing I'd watched it again really soon.
1: Well, I mean, the trailer's really great, and it's easy to miss some stuff, but there's, there's a scene yes. where... Captain America and Black Panther and the Black Widow are walking down this hallway. Yeah. Well, behind Captain America is somebody wearing Captain Marvel's uniform.
0: So you've (laughs) seen it.
1: Yeah, it's right there. (laughs) I mean, you can't... Okay, it, it, it takes a discerning eye, but yeah, I mean, you see when he's walking, you can see part of the uniform behind him and it is her red and yellow star and blue uniform. It, it, she's in that trailer. Go back and watch it.
0: I'm I'm so excited to go back and watch it as soon as we're done here. I can't wait. But, I, I'm uh, really, I'm really I'm let's do it.
1: I mean so time travel confirmed I guess, but I mean I don't know how she gets a new uniform, but that'll be that'll be uncovered. Uh, Doc, yeah, Doc, I was.
0: Doctor Strange has a spell a lot like Piccolo's Clothes Beam.
1: <laughs> special Beam Taco Bell. Oh.
0: No. No.
1: <laughs> Dude, yeah, I you knew that guy had you shaking.
0: Yes. Oh, I know. He did. You don't know.
1: <laughs> there was a guy going to perform a special beam cannon right there in the middle of the lobby. That's crazy.
0: It was awesome. Hey, um,. So we're getting Infinity War. After that we have the untitled film. From then on we're we're kind of in the dark. What team do you think is next? What team do we get introduced to next?
1: Well, if you're asking me, I mean, you're straight up going at, at the end of at the end Avengers 5. Is that what you're saying? What's Avengers uh, 5 look like?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Avengers 5. You know, if, if there is an Avengers 5, if After 4 isn't the end of the Avengers-titled movies, what w- would there be a fresh team that they're bringing on? Is I'm just trying to figure out how many others are we going to get introduced to? And we have the Guardians. We have our Avengers. Hopefully, in the future, we will have our X-Men is there another group of people that we will get to meet? Is there any other team other than the three thusly named that we could possibly
1: meet in the future? Ah, the next team we would meet in the Marvel Universe. Um, I would say with the strength of Guardians of the Galaxy, it would be a uh, cosmic-based team. Uh, possibly the way this article mentions the annihilators, which were from, uh, I believe, the the uh, annihilation story. Uh, Marvel Boy or Quasar, whoever you know, Silver Surfer, right? Uh, Nova. I would love to see Nova. We've already got oh. the Nova Corps. That may. It, I think
0: we <laughs> you know, will have Ad-
1: Nova and Adam Warlock. You know, all those guys together. Which I know that's a lot of. I know that gets a lot of your peanut butter and your jelly and jelly and your peanut butter with the guardians. But yeah, Peter Ray Bill, the, the cosmic going fairing team plus guardians of the galaxy. I, I think that's a, that's a win.
0: Right. Well, uh, depending on how the, the, I guess the next few months go or however the deal goes between Fox and Disney I guess we could have Fantastic Four as well. I just thought about them. That would be incredible for them to be the new the new powerhouse. That would just, oh, the thought of that would be incredible.
1: Well, I thought you were kind of skipping all that, but yeah. Yeah, it, it yeah, I, I, I was.
0: I was, and then you kept talking Cosmic Team, and it just, w- when you say that, it just, it has to be fantastic 4
1: well but... now hold on that's where i completely disagree fantastic 4 needs to be at at its heart 100% about family and yeah. then, and then the extra bonus percent all doctor doom but the, the Fantastic Four movie, and that's the mistake these other movies have kind of made, is number one, they didn't get family taken care of. Number two, they tried to do Cosmic, and you can't do Cosmic if you haven't taken care of your groundwork. Um, Which, uh, I'm completely fine with Fantastic Four doing Cosmic. I mean, but I don't think you can get away with Negative Zone, Annihilus, Silver Surfer in your first movie. I mean, it could right. be brilliant. And they could do it, and you know, somebody could do it. They're, they're great writers and great artists that could do this kind of stuff, but that just seems like a bridge too far to make it on your first try.
0: I, I can see that. So, so you think uh, it'll it'll be a better carried on bringing in new characters to the MCU that we all sort of know are on the verge of being in the MCU, you know, like you said, Beta Ray Bill, Nova. People like that that we all expect to make an appearance someday will finally make that appearance in you know phase four.
1: Right. Yeah. And you know my my idea about it is it's it's about the journey, not the destination. So we want to get where we're going, but we want to have fun on the way. So I, I want that on the way fun to happen. I got you. Um, but right. now. I did not want to skip over. This article does mention the Thunderbolts, and that would be a very interesting idea for Marvel to try to tackle. Um, It's a very interesting book. If you've never read, you know, the Thunderbolts, a bunch of bad guys playing as a bunch of good guys, and some of them actually becoming good guys, and, you know, all this stuff. We have have Zemo. We have Helmet Zemo, so I don't know. Um, Thunderbolts would be very interesting, but it would take a deft hand to do that right. Uh, the article goes on to mention the Eternals. I think Eternals would be... <sighs> Eternals would be very, very rough. It'd be like taking another shot at the Inhumans, and we all seen how that went. Though, DC is taking a shot at the Eternals, and it's called the uh, the New Gods, because that they're based in the same Kirby stuff that uh, the new gods were. I mean, if you look at them, they're all very similar.
0: Huh. Uh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jack Kirby did both of those and uh, that's why they, they have a very similar look. If you go back and look at the Jack Kirby art for new gods and like new Olympus and all that. And then the eternals and, uh, you know, they're based on the same gods and stuff like that. And, it's uh, it's always something I've liked in the comics. I mean, you've only had a few Eternals actually make it outside to to, to popularity. Like, Cersei was a member of the Avengers for a long time in the 90s. Um, I, I can't even remember the main guy's name who wears a blue and red uniform. There's a couple of others Eternals. And I just never committed a memory because they weren't that interesting to me. But... Somebody could do it right and it it could be there's a lot of potential there.
0: That's awesome. I'd like
1: to see something like that happen. Um but tell you what Sean, um I discovered an article today that I thought was kind of interesting. Uh now have you seen or heard anything about that new uh John Krasinski movie A Quiet Place?
0: I I know I want to see it. I want to see it very badly.
1: Yeah, it's it is a it is a horror movie. It's a monster mm-hmm. movie. Did you know that it could have possibly been linked to Cloverfield?
0: What? No, I hadn't heard that rumor.
1: Well, it's not a rumor. There's a full oh. article on it on the uh, notes.
0: Ah, I should learn to heed my own advice.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, whenever they were developing the movie, the same people that developed this developed uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. And they, were, they said that they were actually talking to an executive about their film and felt it maybe be, uh, they might need to pitch it as a crossover. Uh, but they saw it, Paramount saw it as a totally different movie. So originally, if somebody said yes, it could have been in a Cloverfield universe very easily.
0: That's pretty cool. I like the idea of that. But But I guess, you know, it didn't happen, so now it's... Not
1: that, that looks that movie looks very good. There's a couple of moments in there, you know. I have children, and and there are children in danger, and, and uh, uh, that's just, not a good feeling. I just
0: hate the idea of always having to be quiet forever. Like to watch the just those trailers are so intense because you know they have to be quiet. Don't sneeze. and. Oh, my good! Yeah, can you imagine? Don't get a Fighting cold. a sneeze. Oh, there's a monster outside. Don't sneeze. That'd be terrible. Like, you want to punish somebody, so you throw pepper in their face and then chunk them outside?
1: The chicken was a baby!
0: Not the last episode of MASH. Thank you.
1: <laughs> well, they good had to be night. quiet. I know. Lady, that... lady, shut that chicken up.
0: Oh, no, now you're now you're crossing my movies. I'm about to be like, man, that was such a sad episode. Cause that's that's the final episode. I know I watched that just the other day. Um a minute ago you were saying A Quiet Place is a good movie. I was wanting to see if you had any thoughts on another movie that I think will be good. I watched the trailer for upgrade this week. Wow. Yeah, that, it, that movie could looks fun.
1: Yeah, it could easily be ah, like a sci-fi channel movie, the kind of idea. And it's a very simple idea. I mean, a guy gets upgraded and and another guy can control his, you know, actions and everything. It's computer, you know, stuff going on, which sounds kind of cheesy, but it looks pretty fun.
0: Oh man, it looks incredible. I I I was watching that and I was like, this this is going to be awesome because I uh, the whatever you know, I, I think he's paralyzed. Uh, and then that chip, you know, enables him to walk again and he kind of has an AI in his head. I think that relationship is going to be awesome to watch the, you know, almost uh, a doc Ock esque type thing, except, you know, uh, this guy has a, a straight up verbal relationship with his AI.
1: Yeah. And also the, the camera work in that trailer, Looked very uh, kinetic. I mean, like where he gets up at the camera, kind of moves with him. Like if you've ever seen, uh, you'd know what the camera work is called. You know, where it's connected to the thing moving, so everything else looks like it's moving. Right. Like if you have a GoPro on your helmet kind of thing. Right.
0: FPV. Mm. Almost. It just looks so good. And I didn't even see the release date on it but I'm definitely going to be catching this one. I think it it looks theater worthy so far.
1: Yeah. Tell you what else theater worthy. Black Panther is a movie that is not going to be stopped. (laughs) Number three of all time. That's, that's just crazy. That is, that is absolutely crazy. And it's a, it's a Marvel movie. It's a comic book movie.
0: Ah, and it's number three of all time. You know, it, it finally put to rest Titanic. Thank you. Good job.
1: Well, yeah,
0: it is well, no longer in the top three. <laughs> it's a good thing.
1: Oh, Titanic's a fine movie. It's just I saw it once, and apparently everybody else saw it eighty times. So, yeah, crazy. But hey, did you know the boat sinks? <laughs> the the lady she she still threw diamond in the water. Um. Gosh, dang it! Black Panther is—I can't tell you how good it is. I cannot tell you how good that movie is. It is so fun, it's so poignant, it has a message, but you don't feel preached to. It's—it's—it—it's it, it, it's one of the best done movies, and the fact that it's a Marvel movie just makes it even better. Love it, absolutely love it. And
0: congratulations, uh, Black Panther. Yeah,
1: yeah. And now uh, that speaking of Black Panther, that last. Uh, trailer for avengers really played up uh black panther and wakanda and it looked great oh oh yeah
0: where they're doing the chant yes oh my goodness dude that i felt like i was spider-man the hairs were standing up on my arm it oh i don't know you know we we see that scene and we're pretty sure they're preparing to rush into battle but
1: I cannot wait to see that on the screen, man. I'm so pumped for it. I read an article the other day that they talked about, and this this hasn't been shown in the trailers, but this movie... The the directors, uh, the Russo brothers and everything, have said this movie is kind of Thanos' movie. That he is on screen probably more than any of the heroes, any of the top paid actors... And it's it's the way they describe it is you're, Thanos is going to be there. He is going to be a presence. He isn't a guy in the shadows. He is in this movie. You are not going to escape this guy.
0: It's so awesome. That makes me so pumped. Really excited for this one. Now, you wanted to talk about Star Trek Discovery.
1: Yeah, one thing I did want to talk about was I've we have put it off and put it off and put it off because we didn't want to spoil. Um, but I am going to finally talk about the complete series, Star Trek Discovery. Now if you if you do want to tune out and do not want to be spoiled, we will say, you know, please skip over the next 10, fifteen minutes, but you can find us at all of our social media stuff. I'm on Vero now. I'm at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. Sean.
0: Uh, Maynard ninety eight on Twitter, Maynard ninety eight on Instagram. Look up Sean Thomas on Vero.
1: Yo yo yo, it's your homie. Give us some likes and a follow. That's,
0: that's right. Do all that stuff. Oh my goodness. God They're 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 leaving now of out of embarrassment. Freaking they're YouTube
1: done. people. Anyway, uh Star Trek Discovery. I- I've told you how good this show is, but I want to do some talking points about this show. Now, Sean, what do you know about this show currently?
0: Absolutely nothing.
1: (laughs) Well, that's a great place to start. Uh, Star Trek Discovery takes place about 10 years before the original series. And it's about a girl named Michael Burnham. who uh, Okay. And... She, you get first introduced to her on this planet, talking to Michelle Yeoh, who plays her captain. And, um, not the, like, no Enterprise on here. You don't even get to the Discovery yet. And, uh, there's a huge Klingon thing happen. And, uh, Michael Burnham tries to, tries to f- finish the situation before it is even beginning. She knows what to do and she's right, but she causes she does a mutiny to do it because she was raised she was raised on Vulcan, she was raised as a Vulcan. Okay. She, she is human. Okay. Uh, but she was raised this way, and the logical thing to do was to do this the way she knew to do it. She knew the Vulcans had had turned the uh Klingons back before and she asked how. And it was a show of force, you know, You they, that's all they respect. Well, she, the captain is not going to do that. They're Star Trek, or Starfleet, they don't do that. And so she knocks her out and orders the fleet to fire. And before that happens, she gets phasered and knocked out, and they don't. And then this Klingon war happens because of it. But she is then known as a traitor, uh, Starfleet's first traitor, mutineer. Oh, wow. And uh, she gets transported off. She's going to be taken to a penal colony or whatever. Uh, but, suddenly, uh, they're picked up. They're in a small ship being transported somewhere, and this small ship is picked up by the USS Discovery, who is pil- right. who is piloted by, uh, captained by uh, Jason Isaac's character. And this show is very well done the character work i mean i'm a, i am can not sit here and describe to you the character work but all the character notes and beats work really well and uh as you go on you discover like the, the discovery has a secret uh, tra- uh transportation drive that uh, moves you instantaneously between two places and there's a reason that you don't you don't see it in any other star trek show even though it's before it any of the. I mean, it's it's after Enterprise, and y- you get mentions of the names from Enterprise, and <laughs> there's a big thing that comes from Enterprise that's also in here. But uh, the technology they use is. Is it not, Scott Bakula? No, 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 he's not in there. Um, but uh, the technology they use is dependent on a life form. So um, it's not really. Compatible with Star Starfleet's views and beliefs. Okay. Um, so, but they they use it. They're in a time of war, and this captain ha- has a lot of latitude because he's a guy to get things done. Well, All right. as as the series series builds and you learn more and more things about the people, and let let me stop and tell you about one character in particular. Doug Jones plays an alien on this show. And he knocks it out of the ballpark. He is one of my favorite characters. And he's completely in makeup the whole time. Uh, I mean, he's wearing a prosthetic. And he's got a little CG like for the face stuff. But I mean, it's him. And right. it is very, very compelling. Love that guy. And Jason Isaacs is absolutely great. Um, and, and the main character, Michael Burnham, you know, uh, the girl from uh, Walking Dead. She's right. she's really good, and there's another there's another uh, character they meet because Jason Isaacs gets uh, captured by the Klingons,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and where this uh, where he's captured at, it, they have another Starfleet officer he runs into from a different ship that had thought all hands lost and been destroyed, and he escapes with him. And he becomes a love interest for Michael Burnham, okay. and. And that story goes somewhere. I mean, it's just, it's full. I'm not going to spoil everything. Because the show has great twists and turns. But the main thing I wanted to talk about was this. And this is going to spoil the shit out of the show. And I don't care. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about this with Sean. Okay. So, as we get closer and closer to the end of the series, probably about halfway through... Or less, I, I can't tell you which episode happens, but there's plenty of episodes that the stuff I love happened in. The they are shifting from point to point instantaneously. Mm-hmm. Well, they do it enough that it tears a hole in in space, and they end up in the mirror universe. Okay. I mean, I mean the mirror universe is something in Star Trek that everybody knows about, and if you don't, of course, there's a. There's a universe where all the people that are good are evil, and like the Klingons are good guys, and the Vulcans are bad guys, and you know it's you know there's a there's a Terran Empire. Anyway, real real cornball stuff that comes from the original series, but it is done very very well here. Uh, And uh, Michael Burnham's former dead captain is in here. And, uh, they, they start out, they end up there, they got, they have to figure out what's going on and, and they have to hide and pretend to be this ship for a little while. And then as the plot plays out, you figure out Jason Isaacs is from the mirror universe. He starts the series. He came from the mirror universe he is a guy that get things done because he is from the Mirror Universe. And Starfleet knows this. They oh, are, wow. They are, and they gave him command of a ship to be rogue. And oh, that's do, awesome. And can do stuff Starfleet can't. And it is amazing. I love it. That uh, is
0: awesome. That makes me want to watch it, actually. Just it, knowing it that. Was,
1: it is it is great. And uh, the guy... Uh, now, now, there was a lot of controversy about, uh, a couple of the characters on there being, um, you know, being of a different persuasion. Don't care. The guy from, uh, Road Trip. You remember the, uh, the TA from Road Trip? Yes. Yeah, well, he's, and I can't remember his name, it! but he's in this, and he is great, and he's a big part of the show. He's absolutely great. Love that guy. Um... And his mirror universe partner shows up as well, and that's pretty funny. That is
0: so cool. That's such a good idea.
1: But um, the and and there's there's so many twists and turns. Like with uh, Michael Burnham's love interest, there's a whole story and very important to the plot behind him. Uh, there's uh, a great plot behind the guy I just mentioned, the Doctor and and his his uh, husband or boyfriend, whatever he is, um, and like a tartar grave. If you even know what that is, there's a very important story point with a tartar grave. Um, and the technology's amazing. I mean, the, the show feels like each episode feels like a movie. I mean, it is that kind of quality. It is very well done. If you've ever seen the new star Trek movies, that's how these episodes look.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: And, uh, it, it, I'm, I'm super excited for season two. I have not canceled my CBS app,
0: Wow, and I remember when you got the CBS app, you were like, "This is for Star Trek Discovery. I'm gonna watch it as fast as I can, and then I'm done with it."
1: Yeah, oh, damn! <laughs> I can't believe, I can't believe I'm sitting here preaching a Star Trek show.
0: They sucked you in, man.
1: Well, no, nothing in Star Trek has ever been this good. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I haven't seen a Star Trek movie, a TV show that is as good as star trek discovery that includes wrath of khan that includes tng that includes deep space 9
0: Th- wow. i think
1: this is the best star trek thing that exists
0: ah that's huge that's huge um i will definitely have to watch star trek discovery now
1: and if you if you just want to wait till it comes out on blu ray That's fine, but watch it.
0: (laughs) Oh, I don't care. I
1: don't care how you watch it. I don't, Sean. I'm telling you specifically. I don't care how you watch it, but please watch it.
0: I will definitely watch it. Um, Before we move on and talk about a big topic, I wanted to ask you another one of those questions that can, you know, are relevant to our past. In for you. Which holds a more special place in your heart? Would it be Superman, uh, original Superman, Christopher Reeve, uh, Superman 1 through 3, or Batman 1 through 3 up through, you know, Batman Forever, or this modern 20 movies that we have, you know, 19 movies, whatever, that we have from the MCU? Which of those are are do you care more about?
1: Oh, well, it's going to be the MCU. I mean, yeah, just totally. I mean, don't get me wrong, those movies, without those movies, we're not where we're at. And I respect them. But if I'm wanting to rewatch a movie, I'm going to grab a Marvel movie. I have to be in the right mood to watch Superman 78. I have to be in the right mood. Like, I haven't watched. Tim Burton's Batman. I watched probably two months ago. Before that, it had probably been eight years.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. And and how did it hold on you?
1: I mean, it's still good. I mean, the, the the stuff is still there. I mean, the 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 nostalgia of that movie. Don't get me wrong. I used to watch that movie a lot. You know, two or three times a year on right. the NHS. I mean, that's all we had. I mean, I used to watch the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie once a year. <laughs> I mean, is, I mean, and, true. and I did want to talk about this. You know, we, what are the movies that we're not watching anymore? I mean, we're not watching Blade. I love Blade. Don't get me wrong. Blade started Marvel where we're at now, but, uh, yeah. That's I've got true. Black Panther. I've got, I've got Thor. I've got, uh, I've, and I've, and with uh time constraints and family you know you kind of gotta pick and choose if if i if it was just me in an apartment with a bunch of movies i don't i can't tell you where I'd be at on my watching habits but um yeah if if i'm i'm cherry picking these days and it's gonna be m c u
0: that's man i see i went into this i went into this thinking i didn't know what your answer would be, but i was going to be you know, the, the, the nostalgia guy. I was gonna, you know, go for Superman 1978. There's, there's no other death of Pa Kent that hits you any harder than, you know, the 1978 Superman. Well, I mean, to be fair. Wait, wait, just wait. Hold on. There's no greater Superman moment for me than Superman 2 when he crushes Zod's hand and lifts him up. But honestly... You've kind of swayed me the other way. You're right. I mean, this morning we woke up and watched Guardians of the Galaxy. Yesterday we watched uh, Man of Steel. You know, I I haven't as much as I would like to say.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm Batman. You know that. Well, I mean, that... the heart of your question is it's it's too <sighs> specific here. I mean, I'm still going to pick up and watch. Star Wars. I'm still going to pick up and watch The Rocketeer. Uh, you know, I- any time, just because those movies are are quality enough that it's still going to it's still going to like. I guarantee you, if you watch The Rocketeer and then watch Captain America: The First Avenger, the movies flow. I mean, right. You you wouldn't I notice agree. any difference. Um, mm-hmm. If you go back in in your you're in the mood for Star Wars or you're in the mood for sci-fi. Would you reach for episode seven, or are you reaching for Empire Strikes Back?
0: Yeah, I mean, exactly. not
1: not just on nostalgia. I mean, just on a movie value, what are you getting?
0: Right, or, I mean, are you gonna grab X Men or Avengers?
1: Well, <laughs> I think that's that's kind of apples and oranges, but um, that's more nostalgia. Don't get me wrong, I've got I, I like that first X Men movie. I mean, I understand it's far from where we're at now. But that that is one of those movies that still kind of gets me. That still, oh yeah, this is the first time we saw those guys. The first, they're they're that. I mean, don't don't bemoan the X Men movies because of X Men Three, you know. That first X Men movie was that first team movie. That first, oh my God, we're 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 getting more than one. we're not. This isn't just Blade. This isn't just Daredevil. This is a team of characters that we love. You forget X Men, and I can't tell you the current climate of comics right now. But at one time, X Men in the '90s was the only thing comic book stores wanted the stock. They wanted every X Men title. They wanted all mm-hmm. nine front and center. And you bought every single one of them. You bought your X Men and Uncanny X Men and X Force and New Mutants and Deadpool and Cable and you were getting all that. And oh. uh I I I love that first movie. But that's so Hugh true. Jackman.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I don't love uh, what happens to a frog that gets struck with lightning. I don't love that at all. I want, I want that to die in a fire. But uh.
0: hey, that's one of those scenes that uh, I was talking to you about. That's one of those scenes right there.
1: No, I can watch it. I'm fine with it. I'm just oh, you, watch, you, you, I just did... sit there going, "What are you doing? What, what are you doing? Who, who, who allowed this in the writers' room? Who let this get out of the writers' room?"
0: Although, although, I will say, the best one-liner out of the original X-Men movie is, how do we know it's you? You're a dick? <laughs> All right,
1: we're good. <laughs> uh, that is pretty good. Um, I did want to talk about one more thing. Uh, have you seen it? And I have to, I can't lie, I haven't seen the whole thing. But... We were flipping through Netflix the other day and uh, Full Metal Alchemist was on the movie and I was like, Yeah. You know, Logan, have you ever have I ever showed you Full Metal Alchemist? He's like, No, what's that? I'm like, I failed as a father. Hold on a second. <laughs> and oh. I watched the first episode of the original Full Metal Alchemist with him. Okay. And Good. that was like three weeks ago, and he is still watching Every opportunity where me and my wife are saying "turn it off, Full Metal right. Alchemist." So that's that is a, way that's awesome. That's a win.
0: Do do not watch the Netflix movie. <laughs> do not. I it, it is. If you watch the trailer, the trailer alone should be on. Don't see it. It it truly looks horrifying and horrible. I don't know who's running Netflix's. You know, anime to movie, uh, film department, but they they definitely have a thing or two to learn. So, dude, that's so awesome that he's watching Full Metal Alchemist, but don't let him watch that horrible movie. You got it, bro. All right, um, i i have to I have to talk about something. Um, uh, on a positive note, today is episode. 104 which means two years two years straight uh, Ricky and I have made pretty good pretty good attempts at working around both of us with families with full-time jobs we've worked in a podcast each week for two years straight today and uh, one of us is going to take a brief hiatus not leaving permanently, not leaving permanently. But I am going to uh, take a few weeks off. I have some projects coming up at work that are going to be rather time uh, intensive, and pretty stressful. And it's just going to be you know, stepping away from this is one less thing that I'll I'll have to think about. Uh, I know that seems silly and, uh, you know, maybe it, it's not that big a deal, but it, it, it is to me. Uh, you know, I, I want to put forth time and effort in the podcast. And if I don't think I can give the best effort, then then maybe I, I do need to step away for a moment. Uh, I also have an upcoming vacation. And after that vacation, I shall return. Um, I know that Ricky has plans for the podcast. It's not going anywhere, I don't think. Rick, is that true?
1: No way, God! We already got your shit packed. You need to pick it up whenever you swing through. You suck. <laughs> you suck. No, of course not. We're not doing anything different. I am. will still be putting out a podcast every week until you get back.
0: I appreciate that. And then, And then, who knows, one of these days you may take a break. I don't know that. You don't know that. It could happen. It could. But, yep, I'm going to step away for a few weeks, and I shall return. Ricky, do you have anything else this week?
1: Yes, applications for the new uh, podcast host can be found at... Oh. I
0: guess you can apply at so gentlemen at <laughs> gmail.com. Be sure and flood Ricky's inbox with all your wonderful applications. I'll see them first. Don't worry. I'll delete them all. Um, if you want to find us on social media, I uh, like I said before, at mandarin98 on Twitter. Um sean thomas on vero hop over to vero i'm still pushing that pretty big Uh, honestly i haven't been on facebook all week and i think i'm less stressed and a better person for it uh i i spend quite a bit of time on vero throughout the day talking with people having great conversations looking at awesome pictures artwork you know comic books the there's, there's something for everybody over there, and right now, it's pretty chill. It, it really is. It's really calm. Everybody's being friendly. I don't know how long the atmosphere like that will last. I'm hoping for a long, long time because it's it's really good. And uh, Come and join me over there. Rick, where can they find you?
1: At Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook.
0: For not so southern gentlemen, I'm Sean. I'll see you in a few weeks.